Hey, 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 it's uh, time for a walk. And uh, you can't tell on the podcast, but it's dark out. It's uh, 8.20, Saturday night. Is it Saturday night? Yeah, it's Saturday night, August um, 3rd, maybe? Let's check it out. August 3rd, 8.20 p.m. It's hot out. It's 104, and it's dark. 104 dark, 21% humidity. So for my my friends here, let's check out what the dew point is. On the dew point app, 104 at night, 21% humidity. We have ourselves an August 3rd dew point of 56.4 degrees. 56, humid. And there's lightning in the dark skies behind the clouds flashing. So I don't know, maybe that means we get some... uh, some rain. I don't know. Nice, but it's pretty out there when the lightning flashes. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Lightning, lightning podcast. <laughs> oh, man. I, your podcast host is one hell of a moody dude. So um, I'm a moody man. Dang, do I have mood swings. But it's all part of the fun, right? I don't know. Maybe I mean, some of you people have listened to me on multiple occasions. So I don't think I have a consistent mood. I don't, I don't know. I, I know in real life I don't. But maybe my mood, maybe my, my mood changes when I do a podcast. And I go into podcast mood, whatever, whatever that might be. Um, so here we are. So, yeah, quite a few thoughts in the last 24, 48 hours. Um, you know, if one, the one person's listening who's like a, a writing coach person, she, uh, she'll find out in a few days. But, um, yeah, I, I finally, um, I wrote this diatribe, basically what it is. I, I now summarize it. Uh, hundred and 42 pages of diatribe and um, you know I felt good I was like okay I got it done I got my 70,000 words boom there it is first draft go ahead boom professionals look at it fix it make it great (laughs) and then I got a I got an edit what they call a developmental edit which um, I felt like well that was shitty you know like man this is this, you know, I don't know, this, I was getting like, I was hoping someone's like, oh my God, these 70,000 words are like, I've never seen anything in my life so awesome. <laughs> but then one of the team says that every first draft is shitty. Well, what does that mean? I mean, shitty is not really quantitatively defined, right? <laughs> it's, it's qualitatively defined, but shitty first draft, man, what, I mean, and so it's been sitting there for I don't know how long. Shit, I, can't, I mean, I should probably go look at the date on it. But um, I bet you I've been sitting on this thing for like four months. I mean, it probably wouldn't be surprised if it was like eight months or whatever. Because I really lost track. But I, I felt like, woo, got it done, boom, get it over, boom. You know, developmental ladder, look at it, boom. And we're supposed to be on this like project plan, which just is not working for me. Like, uh, not that it's like... It's like, I'm just a, kind of a challenging person to deal with, I think. 
<laughs> I mean well. I have good intentions. And I don't think I whine too much. But anyways, some people know how to work with me and they, they know who they are, I think. I don't know. So, so here I am, shitty first draft, sounds good. And so I've had all these emotions, right? When you've never written before and you're like, oh, gosh, I, this is on my heart. This is on my mind. And I had a message for people, right? And it's like, oh, this is why I have a message. Oh, and so I'm like freaking justifying. So I, anyways, the bottom line is I finally, um, what do they call it? Buckle up or whatever. I, 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 uh, I finally like tightened my belt and said, okay, damn it. I'm going to have to read this shit again. It's like, you know, you feel like you put a lot of effort into writing stuff. So you're like, hey, man, I wrote this. I mean, come on. It must be important. It must be good shit. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I just realized after I finished, I forced myself to read it all. And it wasn't so much the comments of the person. I kind of, they were up front. There was a lot of comments on the development outlet. And I was being challenged, like, we can't say that. This is bad. And I was like, at first, I was real defensive about the shit. But I think I needed time to let it sit. I think I needed time to just let that, that writing, which I thought was brilliant, and I'm chuckling because it sucks, you know? And so, and the reason it sucks is I, I started seeing I was writing all these freaking stories. Like, I have all this freaking justification for why I think the way I do. And I'm like, this is, this is a bunch of crap. No one's interested in this. And actually, maybe this is good because it's, it's helping my relationship with my wife in a way because, we, you know, we've had some struggles and shit. And um, just this week, it was like, huh. Um, you know, I, I do things a certain way, and I think they're the right way of doing things. So I was trying to, like, get my wife to do something the way I would do it. And I was getting kind of pissed, you know, <laughs> and, and, and she was getting pissed. But, you know, and then I thought about it for like a long time. It was really bummed me out. And then I realized, wait a minute, you know, think about strengths. People have different strengths, right? So, so I have certain strengths and she has certain strengths. And I realized, you know what? I bet you her strengths that she's stuff that she's really good at is way different than the crap that I'm good at. And so what I was doing is I was like kind of trying to jam on the way I would do something on her and um, the way I think it should be done. And, and then I realized, well, wait a minute, I bet you, maybe she has a different way of doing it, but she didn't know how to, like one thing about um, this situation, I was thinking like, you know, there is a way around this. If she would just, instead of like getting pissed at me, which she should have gotten pissed at me probably, I don't know. <laughs> but, but I, as I thought about it for quite a while and, and talked it out with uh, later, we talked it out. I was like, you know what? I bet you if you just tell me to like, look, Mike, I hear you. That's the way you would do it. But I'm going to do it my way, okay? So stop harassing me. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to do it my way. So if that was what was communicated to me, I probably would have backed off, you know? You know? But I, neither one of us really realized that we are stubborn. We're both stubborn with our things, the way we do things. And there probably isn't a right and wrong way of doing stuff. I mean, I had some valid points for what I was trying to tell her what to do about the way to do it. And I felt like I was, I was right about it, you know. But if she would just, like, think about it and go, hey, I hear you. You're trying to tell me to do it this way. That's not me. That's not the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to take care of it. I'll still get it done. 
but I'm not doing it the way you do it. So that would have been a great way of dealing with my crap. So anyway, back to the book. So because part of this is from the reading the books. I'm like reading this shit now and I'm going, who the f- no one would fucking care. Like I, I find the, the, the strangest things to criticize, right? And I noticed, I started noticing that. I'm like, to, I find something that's wrong and I write about it and I say this is wrong and shit. And then I'm like, fresh look, like I needed time to let it sit there. And I'm like, and the, and the developmental editor didn't really say like, this is shit, you know, which they probably should have done. Or the, occasionally it would say is like uh, rabbit trail, you know, <laughs> rabbit trail, which if you've listened to the podcast, you know, this is, this is one, one big rabbit trail. Hey, that's, that, maybe that's a n- new name of a podcast. We'll just call it the rabbit trail. Because <laughs> I, I think I'm the master of the rabbit trail podcast. But hopefully it's entertaining because you get, remember, you're going to get some dulcet tones when you listen to this. It's all about the dulcet tones. I have been gifted with dulcet tones somehow. And I don't know if it has anything to do with being six foot five. I've also been gifted with being tall. Tall. I think, I think tall was a subject of one of my bunny trail podcasts previously. But yeah, I didn't uh, do anything special to become 6'5". But then I found out some dudes was like, I don't like tall people. You know, tall people think they're, you know, it's just amazing, amazing the perceptions, you know. Some guy's like, ah. I don't like tall people. <laughs> I'm like, what? We just, we're just tall. We didn't do anything. It's just, it's our biology, man. Anyways, bunny trail. So back to the book thing. So there's a lot of shit I wrote. And I realized, you know what? No one's going to care about these picky, shitty things that I bitch about. You know, They're, I can defend them and I can argue them to the 10th degree and say the way this is being done is wrong and this shit like that. But it's like, you know what? I'm just frickin' criticizing shit, you know? And it's like, that's not gonna be an interesting book as some dudes rant and bitching about things, you know? So I have a totally changed mindset on the book because there's, what there is is like four or five gems in the book, maybe, maybe even just three, I don't know. But there's, there's certain key principles in a positive manner for transformation. So. Uh, listen to somebody else's podcast about a book and uh, the guy the guy um, has made a fantastic business off this book and I, I bet you that I, w- I sent a text to this writing coach and she didn't respond to me but maybe she gets she probably gets inundated with messages through email through Facebook through text messages I don't know but I said, hey, I listened to this podcast uh, about this writer of a book, and it's fantastic. And um, she did recommend this podcast. It's a guy named Pat Flynn, I think. So Pat Flynn podcast, really kind of cool. So he's into books and writing and shit. So anyway, um, had this guest on. Fantastic interview. I'm like, dang it, that's, that's pretty close to what I want to do, which is, you know, I, he's basically saying if you have a book, and it doesn't transform, and I'm sure these people have said this before. You want what is the what is the journey you want to take your reader on? What's the transformation you want to see in your reader? So then it's like, ah, that's all positive shit. People will want to read that. People want to people will want to read like transformation and change and being better. And um, 
things like that. So I was like, I got to flip this whole book shit around. I got to delete all this negativity and criticism and just go with the positive. So I have to reframe this thing. And it's probably going to be a rewrite, but I think, you know, it's not like I'm starting over again. It's like, um, what I'm going to do is like, okay, what, what's the real positive transformational stuff in here that, that I'm doing and I need? And how do I communicate that to others and show them like, hey, we can all, we can all get better in this way. We can all transform in this way. And here's how to do it type of thing. A little bit of a how-to. And um, so the, the book is, because I have like three, one listener if I'm lucky on this podcast. So I'll just go ahead and talk out loud, even though I'm probably talking to myself. But basically the book is this, I think it's called um, Miracle Mornings, Miracle Morning, something like that. And the guy has, you know, he, he basically is saying like, do these six things in the, every morning and, uh, you know, get up early, you know, and do these six things. But it's not, it's not uh, like biblical or scriptural or Bible or Christianity stuff. It's just... It's like best practices in the world, you know. This is the, the stuff that people do, you know, every day. And so he's got, he came up with this acronym called SAVERS, which I think is like silent for, you know. And so it's a 60-minute thing. So he like divides the thing up into um, 60 minutes. So silence, affirmation, five minutes of that. Um, I don't know what V is. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot what V is. I don't even know. E is exercise, R is reading, and S is scribing, which is basically journaling. So I'm like, huh, that's interesting. I'm basically talking about reading, journaling, um, maybe some silence in there. I don't know. And the idea isn't that I would be, quote-unquote, copying this guy thing. But the principle is, no, it's transformation. It's a daily routine that I do. And it's mostly reading and journaling not exercising. So to me, he's, you know, he says like, yeah, do, you know, get up, drink a glass of water, you know, get hydrated, you know, a very mechanical specific thing. And mine's more in your head, um, reading and journaling and, and more like on a spiritual bent, you know, more focusing on that. And, uh, and not the exercising. I mean, I, I love exercising. In fact, I just went and worked out today, but I go for an hour, you know, and I do lifting in the gym. So 20 minutes of exercising as part of a morning 60-minute routine, I can drop that shit, you know, and a lot of people can, right? So again, I don't mean to sound like I'm criticizing the Miracle Morning because holy crap, the dude's book, he's got like a whole series of books now, and I'm sure my writing coach has known about it and in my text message I said wait you probably told me about this book a couple years ago and it just like went over my head and that's I was thinking this whole life is so funny it's like and I think as a coach so this is kind of a coaching thing no matter what your coaching is you can tell people stuff but if they're not ready to hear it it just goes over their head you know and so I wouldn't be surprised if this lady who's my writing coach, when she finally realizes what I'm talking about, she might go, dude, I told you that like three years ago. <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't respond at all, right? Now, all of a sudden, I'm like responding like a bat out of hell, you know? Like, whoa, this is great, you know? And the reason is the dude has got like um, just 
like uh, I think he sold like 1.7 million books and it's like number one in Brazil and stuff it's global and it's it's a concept so people really identify with this routine of 60 minutes in the morning and I'm not going to criticize him obviously it's like successful how can you why criticize success you know and he's helping a lot of people people are loving it you know and it's a discipline thing and it's good and uh you know I think I'm subtly gonna like parallel or model a little bit of my stuff after this guy did because it's kind of like it's not copying because mine's an original spiritual focus not a success in life you know oh you can have so much freaking success in life you know you have health and wealth and you know blah 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 and I, I went back and I looked at the book too he's got this early on he's got a chapter on like um, kind of scaring the reader scares the reader into like you got to do something because you know only five percent of people end up successful or having enough money to do what they want and you know so there's a little bit to me a lot of these things are like greed factor you know greed and like selfishness and like you know but then they'll say like oh no but if you have like shitload of money just think of all the good shit you can do you know <laughs> you know so so these you know these it's not really a you know it's definitely not a get rich quick type of scheme it is a um a life-changing practice and behaviors which is great but he does pitch it as like you know you you do this miracle morning thing man you're gonna be so well off you're gonna like double your income you're gonna you know frickin' do all this stuff right and um, uh, just health wealth happiness it sounds like that Ty Lopez guy health wealth love and happiness so it is health, health, wealth, love, and happiness, man. The four, four pillars, man. <laughs> Don't you love these frameworks, right? You gotta have a framework, man. But that's what he says too. So his framework is the savers, the acronym, you know. So I'm kind of playing around with how I'm gonna deal with that. And um, yeah, so the book's not. It's really kind of interesting because it's not like earth-shaking stuff. And I and actually I didn't really like the. The part about, you know, he's like, well, you know, you can just go to the Social Security office and find out what the statistics are. And, you know, like 100 people, you know, start out, and by the time 40 years later they retire, they, uh, like, I don't know, was it 40 of them are dead or something already? I forgot. <laughs> 40 are dead, 35 are, like, living off of the government or something. I don't know. And uh, only one out of a hundred is like wealthy, only one, you know. So he doesn't really say it, but the implication is like, read my damn book and you'll be one of those one, you know. Yeah, because, you know, it's Miracle Morning, baby. <laughs> which, which, all right, so there's a lot of good principles in it. So I'm not, it does sound like I'm ragging on it, doesn't it? I am. But it's just not, it's okay, you know. I'm personally, I'm going to do my own thing, and I'm not going to do miracle mornings because my thing is what I do, and it's it's more in line with my values of uh, of uh, hanging out with God, you know. So mine's uh, definitely on the spiritual side, 
it's definitely um, something I don't think I've heard before because you know there's always a lot of these guys say some of the similar things like habits for example in the book you know you got to do it for 30 days you know that develops habits some people say 21 days you know do it for 30 days you know and oh let's break it up do 10 days and that's where you know do that 10 10 do another 10 oh that's 20 Ooh, no do another 10 and 30 oh man do it for 30 days habits you know book on habits there's a whole book on habits so i don't know so a lot of these things are overlapping messages and teaching which is fine you know and uh one of the i think it was even in his book but it's a very common concept is like well your wealth is determined by the average of your five closest friends you know Ooh, you know and <laughs> in my spiritual concept um and, and probably i don't realize how much, how much faith i have and it's Faith is kind of a interesting thing because people, like even this guy probably says, oh yeah, I, you know, it's all about God and faith. I don't know. He, he mentioned something about having faith and stuff. But, um, and I don't know where his, he doesn't, in his hour or some podcast, he didn't really talk about his personal faith much, but he just slipped something out there. But, you know, they talk about the, the five, average of five closest friends, relationships and stuff. And um, so from when you, if you throw God into the equation, right, why, why shouldn't God be one of those five? In fact, you know, my thing is like not make God number one, but have a relationship with God because we can't make God number one. And really, you know, how close are we, can we get to God? It, it's, it's up to our spirits and souls to decide. But that's where walking in the Spirit comes in because the Holy Spirit is theologically God and the Trinity, so to speak, right? Not so to speak, but that's what it is. So um, so really, all of us have the opportunity to have God as our friend. So guess what that does to the average? So it kind of blows that little anecdotal story because, you know, Basically, someone might literally take that five, average of five people thing and like write down like, hmm, who are my, who are my five closest friends? You know, oh, this one's got a net worth of a hundred thousand. This one's got a net worth of five hundred thousand. This one's got a net worth of a million. This one's got a net worth so high over a million that I have no idea how high it is. You know, uh, maybe it's ten million dollars. So what's the average of that? Oh well, you know, jeez, that. Uh, that means my, you know, the average is like three million, right? You know, so, shoot, that's what my net worth should be—is three million bucks, you know. And, um, you know, you may want to go like, well, really, I should kick out that friend who's only got a net worth of a hundred thousand because that friend um, shouldn't be in my top five. So even though they've been a close friend and maybe like my second or third best friend, but because their net worth is so low and they suck and financial shit. So I'm going to kick them out of my top five. <laughs> so I can get my average up from three million to four million or something. Oh, it feels better now, you know. So that would be the literal, that's the literal interpretation of that shit. And my wife pointed out to me, I am freaking literal as hell, you know. If somebody makes a statement, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And so you can't really make a statement like, well, your, your net worth is the average of your five closest friends and just leave it sit there. I mean, that is begging for some mathematics, right? I mean, come on, if you say five and average, 
guess what? You're going to find five numbers, add them up, divide by five, and that's your average. So I don't know how the fuck you can take it any other way, but literally, right? Literally. All right, so God is now one of your five closest friends. <laughs> so what do you think God's wealth is? It's like infinite. It's like ridiculously high, right? Everything about God. If you have the, if you're walking with God, right? So it just changes that equation. It doesn't matter who the other four are. If God is your number one or in your five, then it doesn't matter what those other four people have as a net worth or some crap, right? Because mathematically, it's it just it's infinity, you know. Infinity divided by five is infinity. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Maybe that's a walk away, the walk away benefit of this podcast today is make God, make sure God is one of your five, and everything will go well in your life. You know. You know. I'm just. It's a little spin on the materialistic five average thing that people throw out there in their motivational books to try to shake you up, you know? So, that is that. I like the abundance thinking, you know, that's, again, who's got more abundance thinking than God? I mean, come on. And uh, so let's bring faith into this stuff. Let's bring God into it. Why not? So, um, I don't know. Bud, you're like really sweating. But it's like a, it was 104. It's probably like 102 now. It's still hot. I'm sweating. And Bud, I don't think you crapped yet, man. That's, you know, I think, is it too hot for you to crap out here, man? Come on. You got, you only have like 100 yards on this side of the gate to crap. So, somewhere in your little dog brain, you have a habit of crapping outside the gate and you never crap on our side of the gate. So I'm a little concerned, bud, that you haven't crapped yet, but I also hear you breathing heavy. So even though it's not sunny at all, it's totally dark. Um, he's probably overheating here. Oh gosh! If you don't, if you've never lived in Arizona or spent the summers or a couple weeks in July here, you just probably can't relate to it. But it is over 100 at like 8:30 at night, almost nine. It's going to be over 100. It'll probably be over 100 at 10 or 11. So, bud, you going to go poop on this bush here? Last chance to poop. Come on. No? Don't want to poop? Here comes a guy walking. All right, bud, what do you got? Okay. So, yeah, if you haven't um, spent time between, like, June 15th to September 15th, yeah, it's kind of freaky here. And, uh, yeah, so through the podcast, I try to share the weather with you, share the experience. Definitely on a rabbit trail, the Rabbit Trail podcast with Buddy. <laughs> All right, so I've got to write, rewrite my book and focus on positivity, 
drop all the negative shit. And I think I probably said that a few months ago, but I'm just slow to getting around to shit. So I think I'm almost there. So um, I'm excited about making a positive book. And who wouldn't, right? Why would I want to just, I, as I read all my little stupid little stories and little what I think are clever little shit findings, nobody cares. <laughs> it's, it's like nobody's going to care about that shit. It's more like a one-liner or maybe, maybe it's like a two-minute story in a stand-up comedy routine or something. You know, but that's not what I'm after, right? I'm after transformation of myself and just about everything. Bud, where do you want to go now? What are you doing? Oh, you want to go over here, okay. We're at the gate, bud, so looks like you're going to have to hold on to your poop till tomorrow. Because, uh, last chance here. What are you going to do here? He's making a beeline for the gate, and I think he's going for the grass. So I think as soon as we go through the gate, there's a patch of grass on this side, and I think he's just going to He's just gonna like lay down because he's hot. This is my, I'm guessing. This is, this is like 2,000 walks with the bud. So let's see what he does here. Okay, he's, he hasn't done it yet. What are you gonna do, bud? You're gonna sniff over there. What do you do? You're gonna go on the grass? You're going on the grass, but you're, uh, what are you gonna do on that grass? Are you gonna lay down or just pee on it? So exciting. Okay, so he's peeing on the grass. Nice going, bud. What are you doing now? You gonna keep walking? Can we go home? Can we go back and get into the 78 degrees air conditioning? <laughs> 78, man. So, yeah, so we're, we're walking in the dark at 100 degrees. A little bit humid. I'm sweating just from walking the dog and in the dark um, and when we get home I'll be in a large house that is cooled to 78 comfy degrees so doing the math that's 22 plus degrees below the outside temperature wow that takes a lot of uh, electricity, energy. So we got three air conditioning units cooling that baby down. And if I didn't do averaging on my electric bill, I'd probably have like a $650 electric bill this month. <laughs> but, but because we do averaging, because in the winter, like November, December, January, February, there's like no air conditioning being used. So then the electric bills would be like 125, 150 a month in the winter. So instead, we pay 315 bucks all year long, which is averaging, which is good. That's good for budgeting. Keep it, uh, keep it nice and even. So we're, we're uh, I also broke down and thought about selling this behemoth house now. It's a bit tricky because I'm, I'm greedy, just like those other guys that write those books, you know. Come on, man. Be one of the 1%, man. One out of 100. You can do it. <laughs> so I want to hang on to this baby as long as possible, cause I, or at least 
I, I don't know, maybe two years it might peak. I don't know, it depends on how this stuff goes, you know. But I, I got a specific situation with a freeway that's being has been being built for the last year and a half, two years, so there's a lot of construction out here. And I just um, decided, like, hey, when is this thing going to be done? I mean, they, they kind of... I had some information about when it's going to be finished, like a year ago, but I haven't, like, I don't track it every month or whatever. So I finally said, okay, by now, because sometimes I'd go look in the last few months, I would look, and it was confusing about what when the dates are and stuff. So anyway, now they're saying at the end of late 2019, so that means, like, December 31st, 2019, the freeway will be completed so that you can drive all the way on it. But it doesn't mean it's fully completed by certain areas have interchanges that won't be completed until 2020, which is just the next few months. So it looks like they're trying to get the whole road part of it open so we can do the the main purpose, which was to connect the east side of Phoenix with the west, south of this mountain that runs close to the city. So it's kind of like a bypass freeway. So our little um, housing development, so to speak, is tucked up against the west, southwest part of this mountain. It's actually absolutely fantastically beautiful location. I've been here 12 years. I've just had some financial struggles, struggles to survive it. And many, many times over the last five years, people have said, oh, you gotta sell the house, gotta sell the house. And it's gone up in value, easily over 100,000, maybe 200 in the last couple of years. But this whole neighborhood is kind of like depressed on pricing. Um, just because of the housing bubble back in 2008. And, um, and it hasn't really recovered to where these people actually... Like, I bought it as a foreclosure, so I got a pretty good deal on it. But my neighbors have all paid like eight, nine hundred thousand, And they, they pretty much don't want to sell them. Because, I mean, why would they want to sell them? Because it's like taking a loss, but it's been 12 years, right? So it's kind of sucky, right? But I mean, these are nice homes, so they're very comfortable to live in. And uh, it's like everybody's waiting it out, you know? So I don't know if next spring is going to be a good time to sell, or maybe that's a little too early. Part of me wants to hang on as long as I can, maybe another two years, because. I think it might go another 150 grand up, right? So why wouldn't someone invest another 30 some thousand dollars? Because you got to live somewhere. Invest 30,000 to make 150, right? Makes sense. Not going to get that in the stock market. So I kind of want to hang on. So we're going to try to hang on. But I am open to it. But, uh, oh man, it's going to be sad to try to dump it if that's the worst case in February. So, 
that's the end of the podcast, folks. We made it home. And uh, I'm warm. I'm going to go inside to the 78 degrees. So I don't know if you made it through the whole podcast. And what am I going to call this thing? Rabbit trail again? Might as well. I I don't know if it was extreme rabbit trail, but it was something. All right. Grace and peace, everybody. We are inside 78 degrees, and it feels good. But I, I got to dump this uh, shirt. Bud's doing his thing. All right. Bye-bye.